What's up, everybody? This is Andy with the 90s Galore Podcast, and you're listening to my main man, Ricky, from the Real Word Podcast. Enjoy. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Welcome back to season two of the Real Word Podcast. How y'all doing out there? I had to get my life together, y'all. I took a short break. I'm sorry about that. Um, I thought I told y'all in the last episode I did, which was Be My Valentine. Um, yes, I went on a short hiatus. I went on a short break. I ended. I went ahead and just ended season one. I was going to do at least around like two more episodes for season one, but I changed my mind and said, you know what? I did another episode of season one. Let's kick this thing off with season two, baby. Season two, I took a short break. I had a death in the family. Uh, this coronavirus is it's crazy it's getting out of hand people are isolated people are losing their minds um some people i'm not saying everybody but the majority of people are losing their minds man um it's it's bad i had a family member that they had a test for COVID 19 she died um not a cousin but an aunt um she died uh, i want to say two weeks ago and uh, yeah, we had to stand around her burial with masks on. We couldn't be, uh, I think they said at least six feet. You have to be at least six feet apart, right? We couldn't even stand 10 feet or, or within five, four feet, three feet within each other. We had to stand six to 10 feet away from each other. So yeah, man, it, it's bad. Um, it was very sad. The funeral was very sad, but she was 64 years old, so... She had trouble breathing and we had to go to her house to check up on her one day because she she wasn't answering her phone and she wasn't answering the you know anybody at the door so we called police we called ambulance they went in and they seen her dead in her bedroom lying down in her bed um i mean it's, it's just a lot of personal things i've been going through god rest her soul um that's why y'all i took a little break had to get my life together. Had to check on friends and family. I hope y'all did the same. I hope y'all doing the same, actually. Um, there's a lot of mental health issues going on. Um, there was a girl that just, story of the day, there was a girl that just killed herself. Her name was Joe, I want to say Joviani Smith. I, I'm, hopefully I pronounced that right. Joviani Smith, she was 15. She was from Los Angeles, California, and she committed suicide. Because the article states that she was under stress because of the coronavirus pandemic. And a lot of people were under stress because of the coronavirus pandemic. A lot of people were saying, though, that that wasn't the only reason. But I'm not going to get into that because I don't know. All I want to do is send my condolences. And, you know, rest in peace to this beautiful young lady. She played basketball. She ran track. Everybody who knew her said she was she lit up the room with her amazing personality. So, I mean, this is this is something else. This is crazy. Um, I really do wish that family all my condolences and uh, rest in peace to this beautiful young lady. 15 years old, man. Um, it's, it's very, very sad. You know, you have to protect your peace. You have to protect your energy and your, your mental health in times like these because it. It's it's crazy. I mean, it people are shutting down. There was another guy who committed suicide where I stayed. Um, he said he couldn't take it. He said, I, I can't take it. I can't take this isolation. 
I can't take this, this, this being away from everybody. I can't take this cancel plans. I won't be able to go out and do the things that I love to do. And he just ended it, you know, and I, my prayers go out for people who face mental health issues and in this society and this culture, because depression is real. Everything, all these things that we face is real. You know, it's, it's not a joke. And a lot of people are downplaying these problems and issues saying, well, you know, I don't understand why somebody would be would kill themselves if they're just locked up in the house. You know, you don't understand people face challenges every day. Sometimes people can't even get out of bed. You know, people can't even get out of bed or, 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 or um, they live because of their kids. They're the only reason. Their kids is the only reason that they're living right now. That, that, that speaks volumes. You know, that speaks volumes. Um, it's, 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 it's just, we need to check up on each other. We need to call each other, text each other. If it's just sending a little, hey, how you doing? Hey, that could go a long way. You never know what somebody's going through. And teenagers and social media... The dangers of social media, um, social media is the devil. <laughs> social media to me is the devil. Social media to me is the flat out devil. You know, it's, it's, it, it seems to me that, and I've done a podcast on this several times, so I'm not going to get into social media and depression and social media and, and the links to depression and teenage suicide but it, it's true, you know, social media can lead to depression because especially teenagers, because teenagers are put under a lot of stress. So they I guess they could they compare their lives to other teenagers. They're they're looking they're constantly comparing their lives like they're they're maybe their friends are going on a, a cruise and, ha and living it up, living, having the best time of their lives that their friend just went to the Bahamas, their friend just you know, got that, uh, that uh, big accomplishment, that big award. And what you end up doing is, especially if you're a teenager, you end up, if you don't have the mental capacity to say, hey, you know, that's their time. My time is coming next. All I have to do is just work hard or just, you know, work, become passionate about the things that I do. And I can, ach I can achieve my accomplishment. I can achieve my goal. And you reach that mentality by saying that, hey, they're just posting all the good moments. They're not posting all their negative moments. When you don't reach that, then you you do it struggle internally and you do struggle mentally because you feel like, hey, well, dang, my life is not as good as that. My life is not as good as my friends. My life is not good as my friend that just accomplished her big goal and is getting a lot of likes. And I'm posting a selfie and I'm getting like two likes, you know. And and that can, can that can cause isolation and loneliness in in a teenager teenager's mind because they're already going through mixed hormones and emotions, especially with girls, teenage girls, because they're going through their periods, they're going through all types of things. That's not to say that men, boys, teenage boys don't go through that. Teenage boys go through the same thing, but women are more emotional, so they experience more emotional setbacks than men. You know, so. If you don't have that mental capacity, you're going to make social comparisons. If you feel like you're not built for social media, give it a rest. Give it a rest. Get off of it. I guarantee it will renew your mind. It will renew your mind and it will renew your spirit. 
you know, and I just want to say that because that was the story of the day that's not pertaining to this particular topic, but I just wanted to get on that and with this whole coronavirus lockdown, um, there was another girl in the UK committed suicide. She was autistic. She was a beautiful girl. Um, you can look it up. She was a beautiful girl. Um, she was autistic. She struggled to fit in. I think her name was Emily Brown, if I'm not mistaken. Y'all don't 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 get mad if you if I'm saying the wrong name, but I think that was her name. Um, she was a beautiful girl. You look her up. Beautiful, 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 beautiful. Um, it's just is I'm praying that everybody's really taking care of one another, and I pray that these families that are unemployed, and I pray that these families that are hit by the coronavirus hard, I pray that y'all bounce back. Um, I hope, hopefully I pray that y'all got y'all stimulus checks, stimulus checks, the $2,000 a month stimulus check is supposed to be, is a proposal. It's not a law yet. Uh, if you check the website Forbes.com, which keeps you on up to date over money and money being issued from the government and society, they quote said that stimulus checks, $2,000 a month is a proposal that the senators have proposed and, you know, Republicans have proposed and Democrats have proposed and whatnot. Um, and hopefully I pray that they would make it into effect though. They're just talking about it right now. It's not official. So, but hopefully I pray that they're talking about it because $1,200 is not enough for everybody that's going through unemployment. I mean, it's been months, you know, thankfully I'm not employed, unemployed, um, but I'm, my prayers goes goes out to people who are employed, who who's facing staying inside and can't provide for their families. All the men out there, I, I, my prayers are with y'all. I hope y'all staying strong during this tough time. We're going to make it through this. We're going to get through this no matter what. Um, a lot of people were saying, though, back to that Jill, Giovanni, Giovanni story. A lot of people were saying that she was facing different things in her life. Um, There's a lot of, I don't know, there I don't know. I don't know what to say, but there was a lot of people saying that personally she was uh, there was some allegations that came up that she was being abused. I don't know how true that is. I don't want to spread rumors, but I just want to say that going back to that story. I don't know, y'all. I'm going to stay on top of this story, though, because I want to really know what happened. But my podcast is going to be um, about different things this season. Uh, society, culture was going on in, in today's society was going on in our culture. Um, what's going on in our world basically um anything that i want to talk about in season two i'm going to talk about and i want y'all to tune in because i love my listeners i appreciate every each and every one of y'all if y'all have if y'all want something to for me to talk about hey send it to me i can talk about anything i'm a mass communications major so i know how to talk about anything i know how to get my opinions on anything but i have a lot of topics this season that I want to talk about, um, a lot of topics, a lot, a lot, a lot of topics. Um, but I just want to get on that social media. Y'all is the devil. (laughs) Social media to me, y'all is the devil. And, um, but I'm not going to get on social media right now. I did a podcast on that, you know, earlier this earlier this year, I believe you could check that out. And I did another one when I first started my podcast about the effects of social media so y'all can go check that out i believe it was like the very first episode that i did (laughs) of my podcast you know this is the real world podcast so y'all check me out baby i am back welcome back 
Hey, I had to play that May song at the beginning because it feels good being back. It feels good to be, to have these headphones back on talking to y'all and just relating to y'all about different things that's going on in the world. Um, like I said, man, it's been tough. It's been really, 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 really tough. Um, a, a, another thing that's been going on that I, I've, I've taken interest in, um, this whole situation with spoken reasons and Emmanuel Hudson, <laughs> I know y'all seen it. Like sometime I watched Wild and Out, right? And um, I seen this this whole episode of Spoken Reasons and, and Wild and Out, and I just thought that it was crazy. About uh, I just I just hate that Emmanuel Hudson had to go about doing that. Like I don't like the way he came off. Is it like I, I have respect for Emmanuel Hudson? Don't get me wrong. I have respect for spoken reasons because he did pave the way for a lot of people in the YouTube uh, community. Because I remember watching spoken reasons when I was in college, you know, and he was doing, uh, you know, all types of videos that hit millions of views. He was doing that, I believe, before he met Emmanuel Hudson, if I'm not sure. Um, but I just hate that he, Emmanuel Hudson, went about it that way. I mean, he completely embarrassed spoken reasons. He I mean, he he laid out bars, and I believe that that was, I don't, I, I wouldn't say it was a setup, but I believe that he he had them bars ready. I mean, come on, people, it's it's no way that he didn't have those bars ready. That, I mean, he spit that clean and to the point. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he he spit that clean and to the point. You hear me? And uh, it, it <laughs> it's just. It's 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 a sad it's a sad story all around because I hate to see those dudes go out like that, man. They was raking in millions of dollars um, with their videos, asking all them questions, and you know Emmanuel Hudson had she ratchet, which was funny videos. These guys are talented guys. There's no reason to be beefing like that, you know. Maybe it was some some mistakes gone or some misunderstandings. I don't know. I'm not going to judge this situation because I don't know the whole story. Yes, Emmanuel Hudson gave his story on Instagram live, but I'm not just going to take that and run with it. It's two sides to every story. You know, a lot of people be riding the wave and a lot of people want to take time to comment on Spoken Reasons page and say how you a loser and everything. Like, I don't understand how black people take enjoyment of kicking others down. And, you know, why, why, why do black people take enjoyment out of kicking each other down like i don't understand that why y'all taking time out to comment on this man page every day if you don't support the man if you don't like the man go about your business go about your business you don't have to sit up there and follow that man every day if you don't like the fact that he quote unquote played emmanuel hudson go about your way just just don't support and just leave him alone why you gotta leave nasty coming after nasty coming that's my thing <laughs> that is my thing. That that is crazy, you know. Um, if y'all, I'm sure a lot of y'all know who Spoken Reasons was. Uh, if y'all don't know, he was a famous uh, YouTuber slash comedian. He had different movies with the Heat with Sandra Bullock, and uh, he started off doing with the Faith Consistency Hard Work um, detail. You can check it out on YouTube. Type in Faith Consistency Hard Work. Spoken Reasons is going to pop up. You can watch his videos and see what type of person he was and. And, and and whatnot and and Manuel Hudson was a, is a comedian too as well as a YouTuber comedian. He's on Wildin' Out now doing his thing, and it's just the overall mess. <laughs> it's 
this, these are just some of the things that I've been watching while I was gone, and it's just an overall mess, man. Um, it is a overall mess. But like I said, I hope y'all are staying safe during this coronavirus thing. I hope I really hope y'all are staying safe. Um, and that's that's one topic. One topic I want to just get on today is why do the black community enjoy kicking each other down? Like I don't understand that. In the society, you would think that you know people would love to uplift one another and uphold one another and and just praise one another but it seems like whenever you fall and whenever you hit your greatest downfall it's like people enjoy getting a negative reaction from you people enjoy making your life a living hell and that goes through cyberbullying that goes through social media that goes through all types of media or all types of um of social gatherings that you can muster to go up to and just all types of outlets where where it ruins your self-esteem and it ruins your self-worth if you let it you know i just don't understand it it's just so many people enjoy kicking each other's down i i really don't get it you know whenever uh some allegations about you know michael jackson came out people enjoy kicking him down you know, and, and and most of the time we don't even know those accusations was true. I mean, let's be real. Did you ever realize that half them kids could have been lying to get Michael Jackson's money? People lie all the time to get money. You know, a lot of women lie all the time, saying, "Oh, this guy raped me." You know, there was a there was a model. You could check this out. You could read about. It. There was this model that claimed the game raped her. And she got all his stuff. Like, she got his record label and all types of stuff. And um, <laughs> it's just women cry help like that all the time. I'm not saying women who get raped are liars. Because I did a podcast on sexual assault victims. You know, I, I've had a person close to me get sexually assaulted. So, women, I'm not getting on you. I'm not saying not all of y'all are liars. And my prayers go out to anybody that's facing that. But I'm just saying some women do lie about that. When we all know women who are famous sometimes lie about that. Or who are not famous lie about that to get money. So, you know, it's just it's just the point of figuring out and just looking at proofs and facts and not riding a wave and not going whatever what whatever whatever you hear with whatever you hear. You know, that's the best that's the best bet. That's the best decision to make. Stop riding a wave and, and just going off from what you hear and just, you know, take your time and listen and look at the proofs and, and, and look at the facts. You know? Um Y'all, I'm just thankful that I'm doing this podcast again. You know? <laughs> I really am thankful I'm doing this podcast again, y'all. Um, thank y'all for just supporting me. If y'all have y'all have been supporting me, thank y'all for sticking around. Y'all have been sticking around. I appreciate y'all so much. Um, I got some interviews on the way. I want to do some interviews with several people. Um, my friend actually he wants to do an interview. Um, it's gonna be a military episode. 
So y'all stay tuned for that. All y'all military vets out there that's struggling with PTSD or anything like that, or if you just a military vet or if you if you in the military, you're gonna love this episode. Um, it's it's gonna drop soon, so y'all stay tuned. I got 14 more episodes on the way. Y'all stay tuned. I just wanted to uh, drop on several topics and uh, just give y'all a gist of what's going on in, in my life and what's coming. Um, I, I got an HBCU topic. All my college black graduates out there, I got an HBCU topic coming. So y'all stay tuned for that. I was supposed to post it in season one, that's what, but that's when everything started happening in my life. So I, I put that on postpone. So y'all, if y'all want to stay tuned for that, Y'all stay tuned for that. HBCU, why they are important. HBCU colleges, why are they important? My black colleges out there. And if y'all have a um, a, a black graduation that's going on, um, any type of graduation, y'all send me y'all um, y'all pictures on Instagram. DM me, The Real World Podcast. Y'all find me. Bring in the realness. Send me y'all picture and I will post and give y'all a shout out. Any listeners out there that's, that's a graduate, you know, graduate uh, graduation ceremonies have been postponed. Postponed. If you're an HBCU HBCU graduate, if you're a graduate, black graduate, or if you're a graduate in general, send me y'all pictures, y'all. I am gonna post it and on my Instagram page and shout y'all out. And y'all make sure y'all follow me, okay? I'm gonna um, post it because I wanna appreciate all the black and all the any other type of race graduates out there. Hey y'all, we beat we we went through this thing and we beat it. You know, we went through this whole coronavirus thing, and it's 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 half. I think it's gonna be halfway over, but we 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 in the midst of beating it. We getting over it through faith, and that's the important thing about it. So y'all keep the faith strong. Y'all keep y'all keep keeping on keeping on, and we gonna get through this thing, y'all. We gonna get through this thing. Y'all, the topic that I want to get into today, I'm glad we got that out the way. Um, and shout out to 90s Galore Podcast for that intro. He left me a voice message. So y'all, um, check out his podcast. Um, it's amazing topics he talks about. If you're into 90s uh, topics or 90s galore or 90s nostalgia, I'm a 90s kid. So yes, I love I love 90s stuff and 90s galore, 90s nostalgia. Um, y'all check his podcast out, man. Amazing podcast with him and his daughter. Mr. Perez is doing his thing over there. So shout out to him. I follow him on Instagram. He follows me. So he's doing a good job. Y'all go follow him and make sure y'all tune into his podcast. He talks about very, very interesting things. Um, one topic y'all want to get on is black teen suicide. With the um, story of Joviani Smith, um, it's very sad. Uh, I just wanted to get in this topic this yes this is a black society culture topic black teen suicide black child suicide isolation due to the coronavirus i mean this is topic all in one um y'all know the story that i told you the story of the day with you know giovanni joviani smith um god rest his soul rest in peace um i just wanted to get into the isolation the the feelings that one feels during this this pandemic um, I, I want to also talk about how black child and teen suicides are on the rise and maybe different factors that contribute to black child 
suicide, um, teen suicide, um, and so forth. Um, the things that I think that contribute to black child teen suicide is, like I said, the feelings of loneliness, um, depression, the feelings of comparing your lives against each other, and uh, the feelings of isolation. And not to mention the things of what's going on in the household. We don't know what's going on in a, ho- in, in, in a household. So before you speak on different things, just know that you don't know what's going on in somebody's house. Um, a, a child, a, especially a black child, uh, could be having anything like molestation happen to him or her or slash an abusive parent happen to him or her or anything for that matter. We don't know why a, a child would do that, but it's so sad that a child would resort to taking his or her own life because, you know, they're not, they're so young and they don't know that life does get better and this too shall pass. You know, sometimes we face situations that they can grip us and grab us and we think that there's no way out, but really there is a way out and um, you know you just gotta stay strong and pray I don't know if people believe in God I don't know if some of my listeners believe in God but spirituality is what helps me get through things you know it's that faith in God and um, you just have to get through it you just have to get through it um, there's a lot of internally um, internal things that people are dealing with and I'm not a mental health podcast, but this ties into mental health in the black community and and sort and, and some things, you know. Black people are afraid, so afraid to get help. Like black people are so afraid to reach out and to go to therapy, you know. I notice that on average, Caucasian people go to therapy, they seek help. On average, then black the black community does like we don't we feel like it's a stigma to go get help we feel like we're the only race that feels like we have to be so tough and tough it out and we cannot see people you know see us when we're down because if we're down if people see us when we're down that must mean we're we're, we're weak that must mean we're not masculine enough for 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 the black men and for black women, that's that must mean we're not strong black queens. But let me tell you something. It's okay to not be okay. You know, stop with this positive affirmation. And I've seen this post on Facebook that there we have toxic positive affirmation when you say, you know what, I'm okay, even when you're not okay. If you're not okay, acknowledge when you're not okay. Just say, hey, I'm not okay. And it's okay to be not okay. You're, but you're as long as you're acknowledging those feelings, then that's what matters. That's the only thing that matters. As long as you're acknowledging those feelings, that's the only thing that matters. Um, I gotta say that child, black child teen suicide is on the rise. Um, on average, there's more Caucasian males and Caucasian women who are uh, an adult. Um age who commit suicide more than blacks but study shows that black children commit suicide more than white children yes go look up the facts um those are studies so yes caucasian adults commit suicide more than black adults 
but on average black children commit suicide on average than white adults i mean white children i'm sorry um and like i said there's several reasons that can contribute to that um i guess because you know some black children you know i didn't thank god i had a, a good upbringing i didn't experience any type of uh loneliness any type of self-esteem issues i mean yeah people would talk about my big ears <laughs> and everything and i got a little bullied but I, I it wasn't that bad where i wanted to take my own life over it but you know i did go through some feelings of feeling isolated uh feeling low self-esteem uh low self-worth um but i never wanted to you know take my life over things you know i always saw the beauty in life and i always wanted to make my mama proud and make something out of myself and i knew i had a purpose and i know god put me on this earth for a purpose to for me to fulfill that purpose and uh you know but not everybody can handle the same not everybody can handle the same mentality some people really do face mental issues and they don't think rationally rationally like that they don't be thinking about their families they don't think about their friends they don't think about anything they just think about ending that pain that they have and children it seemed like children are getting younger and younger and it's sad like you see anytime i see a a five-year-old or nine-year-old or a ten-year-old who wants to take his or her own life like that right there is i'm at a loss for words and you know we as black people we have to do better a better job at talking to our kids and getting them off of social media and getting at that table and talking about different issues that plague us and trouble us instead of sweeping it underneath the rug and saying, boy, you ain't got nothing to be depressed about. You know, that's what black families, I know you had a black mama that said that, like, boy, you ain't got nothing to be depressed about. I'm the one that's paying these bills. I'm the one that's, you know, uh, providing for the family. Your father walked out your life. I'm the one that's supposed to be depressed. You ain't got nothing to be depressed about. <laughs> you better go depress them dishes. You better go depress that carpet. Go vacuum that carpet. Go depress that uh, vacuum clean on that carpet. But that's what, you know, a lot of uh, black families, that's what they talk about. You know, and it's, it's sad because a lot of people, a lot of kids really do go through depression. And they're afraid to talk about it because they feel like their parent won't take them seriously. They feel like... They, they feel like their parent will say you have nothing to be depressed about. I'm the one that she should be depressed. So they feel like their parent won't come off as being understanding. But they don't realize that, that their child is going through a lot from being uh, going through peer pressure, socially, social pressure. Maybe they feel isolated. Maybe they're not getting enough love at school. Um, when you're a teenager, you go through social comparison. Your life, you may feel like your life is not up to par, like your friend's life. So that causes depression. Social media causes depression, and it's just a whole lot of things that causes it. Um, and this, I believe that this was the cause, maybe in that young girl's life. I'm not sure. It could have been other factors because there's a lot of black kids, a lot of black kids who who go through abuse and it's swept underneath the rug. You know, we need to talk about it. Um, one of my friends that I know, he was being abused, right? He was being molested and he wanted to go talk to somebody from the church. And you know what they told him? They said, 
don't look, look, don't don't speak on that. Just sweep it underneath the rug. Don't say nothing. Keep it on the low. And this 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 guy that was molesting him, he was a black, I think he was a deacon in the church, I believe. He was a he was a black guy who worked in the church. And he was molesting this boy. And the boy wanted to come talk to somebody about it. But all he got back was, look, don't speak on that. Just be quiet about it. Stop spreading lies. They thought the boy was lying. They thought it was lying. You know, so that's why black kids are afraid to come out and talk about things like that that's plaguing them. And they end up, ended up, you know, dealing with all that trauma and all that hurt and all that emotional pain and the baggage. They end up killing themselves because they feel like there's no way out. And it's sad because nobody in the church is believing you. Nobody, your parents not even believing you. I mean, your mama not even believing you. For the girls who got molested, the stepdad touching them, your mama, your own mama will put a man before she put a child in her life. And that's sad. And these children are feeling isolated. These children are feeling hurt. They can't even finish school. They can't even concentrate on the studies because they're going through this. You know? And with this pandemic going around, this coronavirus, this coronavirus is going around, you know, people feel isolated. People feel disconnected. People feel disconnected because when you're out and about, you're connecting with family members and you have plans. You, you, I mean, this this ruins your whole plans. Like, this ruins your whole, the plans that you had set up with your friends or family. So when you're just staying locked in in the house all day, those thoughts catch up with you. Those negative thoughts catch up with you because when you're staying busy and a lot of people, that's what this is what a lot of people sometimes have. A lot of people sometimes have high functioning depression, which they can function that they only feel good about themselves, you know, and, and I mean, not feel good about themselves, but they only feel good and they feel at peace when they're doing what they love to do. They feel, you know, you might have a hobby. And if that hobby is taken away from you, you know, your depression will set in and it will it will just be worse. You know, some people have hobbies and their hobbies give them peace. It gives them a certain amount of peace. Maybe that girl's peace was basketball, foot, um, track and softball. That was her peace. And with that peace taken away, some people just feel like they can't cope. You know. That, that is a psychological fact. Um, if you look up high-functioning depression, it's a mood disorder where people feel good when they're doing with the things that they love. So if you have a YouTube channel, a YouTube hobby, and you're doing what you love, it keeps that depression, you know, at bay. You know? Um, also, black black children feel like the pressure, the need to fit. Maybe they sometimes they struggle to fit in. You know, with there's... there's different cliques there's different groups in these these black schools and there's different um social hierarchies that these kids fail to you know reach and whatnot and that can make you feel isolated that can make you feel socially isolated from the world and through social media as well you know you know when whenever we get on social media we want to have a good time with our friends we want to feel connected sometime when you look at that you you feel disconnected you when you look at different things as going on in your friend's life or maybe just in somebody else's life or maybe the the kids that you want to fit in with 
um, <laughs> lives. You just you feel some type of way that makes you feel hurt. You know, it makes you feel sad. So, I mean, a lot can be said, but coronavirus. I pray that everybody who's struggling mentally will find some peace in all this. Um, isolation. A lot of people were saying that this pandemic was going to bring about a whole lot of suicides and, and, and teen suicides and um, just overall fear and worry. But this is not the time to fear or worry. Parents, talk to your children. Um, black parents, y'all talk to y'all children. I mean, this is any race. But my this topic, that's why I'm talking to the black children because... The topic of mental health needs to be addressed in the black community, especially because they don't have no problem in the white community with this. It's only in the black community where depression and all these feelings of, of hopelessness and, and lack of self-worth and esteem is swept underneath the rug. And us black people don't want to talk about it. We just feel like we need to be this hyper masculine group of people. And it's, it's just so not true. It's so not realistic. It's so not life's. Uh, realistic as in life it's not and I don't know if that mentality comes from slave days where we had to be tough you know we we had to be tough we, we, we can't let we can't let the white people see us down we can't let the white people see us be weak so we have to be tough we have to be strong all the time we can't cry because if you cry you seen as a punk you seen as a pushover you seen as weak or, or you can't commit, you can't think about suicide. Are you serious? Like, you weak. Are you serious? You, you, man, are you serious? You a joke. You, you must be weak. Like, you know, some people, I know some people would say that. I ain't saying that. I'm saying some black people would say that. Because we, we feel like there's this pressure to be so tough mentally. There's, there's this pressure to be so tough and put on a, a facade and be strong all the time. And you cannot be strong all the time. Life breaks us each and every one of us down you know we have to rise above it life can be cruel life can be tough life can be so 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 you know beat beat up on us all it can be so depressing and that's why i say you have to find some things to bring you fulfillment and enjoyment you know get off of social media if it's bothering you you know contact your friends family they will understand, I'm telling you. <laughs> if you if you think your friends and family don't understand, they will. You know, some of them. You got to be one person in your family member or, or in your family. One family member that will understand where you're coming from. And you can maybe open up to them. Um, if not, call the suicide hotline. They're, those people are, are, are willing to hear your story. People are willing to hear your story instead of reading your eulogy at your funeral. So, my advice to black children and teenagers black teenagers and just any type of race any other race of teenagers and children y'all keep pushing y'all keep praying y'all keep keeping on uh my prayers are with you so y'all keep y'all keep striving but yeah man um this is an epidemic we need to stop you know black child suicides are very up there was a uh another kid that i read about he was being bullied for his weight and you know, he, he died by suicide, you know, and uh, it's just it's just sad, you know. It's just really, really sad, you know. I wish people, kids, if you don't have nothing to say, don't say nothing at all. That's what my mama used to tell us. If you don't have nothing nice to say, don't say nothing at all, period. That's what you have to do, you know. 
And there's more pressure, it seems like, on kids nowadays. Um, you know, single fathers are not, I mean, fathers are not in the house. There's more single mothers, black single mothers out there. So the mothers, the black mothers have to be a mother and a father to their child. And that sometimes puts a strain on their, their, uh, their, their children and, and puts a strain on the mom as well, you know, mentally. Because that child wants to see his father, that child wants to see her father. And without a male role model in the household, it kind of leaves a void, it kind of leaves an emptiness. You know, and some people, some children are lucky enough to have a father in the house, but their father is touching them inappropriately or their father is abusing them inappropriately or uh, molesting them. And that can leave scars, emotional trauma. That can leave a buildup of emotional pain over time where nothing can release that pain. I don't care if you're playing sports. I don't care if you're playing, doing what you love to do, singing, acting. Nothing can heal that but therapy and God that's the only two things that can heal that you know and a lot of kids are going through that and when you don't have the 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 support system that that backs you up with you know such as your mom and other family members that that can hurt and that can a child can only see that their only way out is just death you know and it's sad so all those thoughts during the isolation and not being socially active with people because we all are social creatures we need to interact with one another we need love you know we're we're built to survive this 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 world is built to survive off of social structure and love you know so that's my topic of the day y'all i didn't want to make this topic too long i just want to talk about child suicide and black teen suicide and how it's up over the last couple several years um the statistics are are, are mind-blowing um to be honest let me read y'all before i go the statistics of black teen, teen suicide and black child suicide um i was shocked i really thought that you know I'm, I'm not making this a race thing but i really thought you know that more races you know instead of blacks committed suicide like i knew black people did commit suicide or die by suicide but i didn't think that you know it was that bad as in children but um, yeah, man, it's it's pretty bad. And I'm looking through my notes right now for it. And let's see. Here we go. Here's this article. It's called The Conversation. It said, black youth may be less likely to share their thoughts of loneliness or depression than other youth, which could be a reason for higher rates of death by suicide among black youth. Teen suicide rates among black youth are increasing. In 2016 and again in 2018, national data revealed that among children aged 5 through 11, black children had the highest rate of death by suicide. For the years 2008 through 2012, 59 black youth died by suicide, up from 54 in the years of 2003 and 2007. Also, the 2015 Centers for Disease Control and Prevention's Biennial Youth Risk Behavior Survey reported that compared to non-Hispanic white boys, black high school age boys are more likely to have made serious suicide attempts that require medical attention. Suicide has become a leading cause of death in the U.S. among all age groups, but particularly in youth and young adults. It is the second leading cause of death among 10 to 34 year olds. Parents, teachers, and professionals must be able to both talk about it and understand the risk 
for vulnerable children of any race. But those of us who work with black youth may also need to address some myths about suicide in the African-American community. For example, one such myth has its start almost three decades ago. Um, Ronald Akers' interviews with African-American pastors concluded that suicide is a white thing, quotation marks, and that people, black people are accustomed to struggling through life challenges without succumbing to suicide. Those authors conclude that black people see suicide as a white thing, but it is a myth that black people do not die by suicide. Based on an anecdotal conversation that many others and I have heard in day-to-day -day conversations and that sometimes emerge in popular media, this opinion about suicide in the black community has shifted relatively little. More importantly, black youth at risk may even be more difficult to identify than non-black youth. One study referred to college-age racial ethnic minority people, including African-Americans, as hidden ideators who are less likely than other youth to disclose thoughts of suicide because suicide is occurring and at shockingly young ages, comprehensive efforts are needed to address this public health problem. Studies suggest that stigma about mental illness and the feeling that one will be outcast further or ignored may keep black youth from sharing their thoughts. Also, public health and mental health experts may be unaware that suicide risk factors could show up differently depending on ethnic group. So there you have it, people. That was a little article on theconversation.com. You can type that in Google and type in black child suicide and you can find it. Um, any children that's going through this and black children... The crisis text line at 741-741 is an option for y'all who need help or cool down in a crisis such as this epidemic, this coronavirus epidemic and pandemic. Um, parents, y'all talk to y'all children. Caregivers, y'all talk, talk to the kids. It doesn't mean that y'all are crazy. It doesn't mean that y'all are psycho. It just means that y'all are in emotional pain and y'all just want the pain to end. And adults can investigate that problem and remove it without having the child to go through those extraordinary measures to remove that pain. So a child who is already in an invulnerable state cannot problem solve without meaningful support from the caring adults in charge. So adults, it's on y'all. Y'all make sure y'all talk to y'all children. This is the Real World Podcast, y'all. I hope y'all enjoyed my segment. Um, I have another topic coming on the way. This is season two, baby. Y'all keep tuning in to the Real World Podcast. Peace.